0: Welcome back to The Chosen Life. I'm your host, The Chosen Lawyer. Today, we have reached new levels, folks. You know, we've covered different spectrums here on The Chosen Life. Today is truly The Chosen Life because we have made it to Hollywood. We have a very good friend of mine. And, you know, beyond a friend, it's a sister from a different mister. A woman that is now trailblazing into a new series just launched on Netflix called The Imperfect. And we're all binge watching and really excited about it. Miss Italia Ritchie. Italia, welcome to The Chosen Life.
1: Thank you. I feel very flattered that I've I've, I've moved away from Hollywood, but it's nice to have a little flashback of feeling like it's, you know, it's still kind of there. But I'm, I'm not as cool as you think I am, which is really, I'm saying thank you.
0: I've never met anybody cool that said that they were cool. So by you saying you're not cool, that automatically makes you cool.
1: Depends who you ask.
0: And if we're going to talk about coolness, first of all, it's all about style. You know, on my on my shirts with the flex, I used to have styling and profiling. I took that from Ric Flair. <laughs> I love the idea of styling and profiling. When you walked in today, the first thing I said to you, I love the outfit. You did your homework. You say nice. You yeah. You picked the perfect outfit because I love the tracksuit look. Thank Please you. tell us what you're wearing today, Talia. <laughs>
1: This is How actually uh, my company, Veld. It's a, I'm a co-owner of it, and it is a sustainable, organic, and handmade product yeah. out of Amsterdam. Veld.com. And, uh, I mean, I, I just, this is the first like, prototype that I was sent, and I just want to wear it all the time, but I can't because I have a three-year-old and it's white, so...
0: generally in wearing white it's one thing with a three-year-old that'd be a huge huge challenge i can only
1: wear it while he's in school so i'll like wear it and then i have his after school clothes but the spider-man watch stays always
0: perfect now uh where are people able to purchase it it? bell.com v-e-l-d perfect in this woman clothing line but right now right now but there's men clothing on the way yes okay i I put in my request ahead of time please absolutely velour we need to bring back <laughs> the velour tracksuits, you know. The-
1: I think it might be coming back already. Not on our site, but maybe not yet. But I think, I think I've think i seen a few in, like, ads popping up. And I'm like, oh, we're back there. I think I have to dig mine out of the closet.
0: It's it's come back the whole Sopranos look, you know, mm-hmm. with the President Rolex. So we need to have the zip. Uh- yeah. Maybe a hoodie. You know what's maybe not killing me though
1: is the big baggy jeans and the white, the like the white tank tops, like the Hanes undershirts. And I'm like, no, 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 this doesn't have to come back for guys. That's not a thing that we need on the
0: streets. <laughs> okay, no word of a lie. When I did my workout this morning with my trainer, I was wearing a white Hanes. Yeah, bag.
1: okay, but you're working out. You're okay. not like I going not be, to dinner.
0: I would not be seen on the streets with it. Oh my hands. gosh, yeah. No. But it's something you know. I don't like to work out in baggy clothes when I work out. I don't like too. Tight-fitting clothes. I don't like working out. Period. So, (laughs) so the genetics—is this how you look? No,
1: I mean I have to work out because I like to eat good food and I like to drink wine, and so I have to break even (laughs) somehow. So I do it out of necessity, not because I like. I've done the whole eating healthy and like working out every day, and like I was expecting to have this like life-changing feeling and like feel great and re-energized and focused, and I felt the exact same. And I was like, I'm just tired now because I'm eating like not all the cheese that I want and all the eating makes me happy. If I'm not eating what I want, then I'm just not
0: a good person. <laughs> I love eating in general as well. And I've been there where I've been done the discipline eating with the spreadsheet and the person oh, yeah. sent it to me and mm-hmm. then I've got to measure everything. Mm-hmm. I also love the feeling when I work out as much as I want, do yoga as much as I want, and then I can go eat whatever exactly. I want. And that's the best feeling. Go hit mm-hmm. the Chinese buffet or yeah. go at the keg for some steak yeah, man. and live life. YOLO. Now your followers, Your fans, uh, they love you. I can tell you that in my household, we have the Jewish New Year coming up. uh, And they are just buzzing, knowing that you're coming on the episode. Oh, really? Yes, you are their favorite. I have three nieces. You are their favorite actress by far. They literally could not come today because they would have fainted being here. Oh my gosh, yes. that's so
1: kind and generous and aim higher. You could do way better than me.
0: <laughs> well, apparently 612,000 people agree with them on Instagram and as well right. over 100K on Twitter. So there's a lot of people that are digging Natalia Ritchie because you are real. You post real life. You talk about what you're eating, what's going on with you. And was that something difficult as far as connecting the fans early on or something that you naturally gravitated to?
1: Um, I... I got my start with the fans from a show called Chasing Life that was on ABC Family or ABC Spark here in Canada. And that, I think, because we were on after Pretty Little Liars and social media was just starting to be a big thing, I think that the, the clump of my followers were because of that. Um, but I, I also felt because of the nature of the show, I played a, um, a young adult uh, battling leukemia. So I had a responsibility to... The, a lot of the people that were messaging me and and sharing their personal stories with me, I felt responsible to respond because if they had the guts to share their stories with me, the least I could do is acknowledge it. And I spend hours in the morning on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, just like sobbing and responding. And I just felt like I couldn't be doing that and then posting like some like butterfly perfect life that doesn't really exist. And I just never found the appeal to that personally. Some people like to do it. I am a very Real person. I don't know if it was, I don't know. I just, did, I don't, I don't like to fake it.
0: And that's very, unless ev- I'm
1: getting paid because that's my job.
0: And, that, and that's very evident in interacting with you for as long as I have. And uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. One of the questions I had when you're ta- bringing up Chasing Life. Uh, do you know if there were other name options for that show? Did they consider Chosen Life at any point? Or was it always going to be Chasing Life? Uh,
1: no. So it was based off of a t- telenovela. And it was called Terminalis. And so when I got the script, it was still called Terminalis. And um, they did have a bunch of options. I cannot remember them all now. A Chosen Life wasn't one of them. But it was like, oh, I wonder if I can find the email. Because I didn't like Chasing Life the best. And then obviously it grew on me. But yeah, they were, there was a bunch. And then they would... They tested the names with people and, like, with the pilot, and uh, it was a bunch of stuff. But uh, yeah, I loved that show. It was a really good show.
0: And it was a very popular show. My favorite job I've had yet. I, I know I was not the key demographic, I don't think, <laughs> as far as a 40 something year old male, but I can tell you my nieces, all their friends loved it, has a very good following, and it's followed you since through your career. Now, uh, relatability wise, I was thinking back because you and I have known each other for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, Originally when we met, was it in a vacation on Fiji, in Maui? <laughs> did we star in a movie together? How did we first connect? Um, do you recall?
1: We first connected on Zoom, signing paperwork.
0: Right. What role was I in?
1: <laughs> I think you were playing the lawyer.
0: I was playing the lawyer. <laughs> the it's, chosen lawyer. It's, it's so funny because people ask me when I, when I mentioned that you're coming on the show, how do you know her? I said, you have to ask her. So, you know, seriously, it's because I can't, I can't even bring that up because of confidentiality. Oh. So yeah. you were able to say it. I, I can't.
1: You helped me buy my house.
0: Well, that I can confirm, yes. yes. I, I could have sworn we were in a movie together, but no, I guess it was the Lord uh, thing. Right, yes. yes. Which movie was
1: it? Mm, Troy.
0: Well, I know it wasn't The Imperfects because I was not in it. But you're sure. And it is raging on Netflix right now. It just dropped. And people are binge watching it like mad. I got to tell you, I love it. It's fresh. It's It's hip. Very different style of work with the camera work Mm -hmm. and how they go about it. Mm -hmm. The real conversations. I really feel like I'm in the room with you and everybody else. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the show, how that came to be, and what's been going on with it.
1: I, um... I read the script and I was like, this is kind of cool and it could go either way. It could be like cool and edgy and funky, like the way I'm reading it in my mind, or it could be like very clean cut and like every other show. And so um, I had a meeting with the producers and the creators and I I loved their vibe and I was like, let's do it. I love the idea that like it's mostly the kids and I'm just Giles and like, which was really nice because I was a new mom and I didn't want to be away for you know, 16 hours a day, Monday to Friday and not see my child who needs me. So, uh, it was really, it was, it just was all of the perfect things coming together. And, and so I shot it and as we're shooting it, um, Matias who did the pilot, uh, he, I'd never seen just like three cameras roaming around while you're doing a scene and not really sure like where anybody's going to be. And, and I was like, Oh boy, this is going to be really cool. Or, just really uncomfortable and then I ended up seeing a first cut and I was like thank god it's so cool and then I was doing ADR and I got to see like hear some of the music choices and I was like it's so different and it's like refreshing and it's kind of like graphic novel and punky and grungy and horror but funny and weird it's I just really think it's different and I think it's fresh and I um and I I was just a really I was really glad to have done it and now I'm even more proud to see how great it's doing and the kids having you know not I think none of them had been series regulars before were all phenomenal and they held their own and kids they're all 20 something but they were all so um so impressive for their for their first like leading roles I I was blown away by all of them all of their talent and professionalism
0: I, I wasn't sure if they were newcomers and cause they seem that they are very much entrenched in there and they've done this before. Exactly. So that was good. The truth is also you're helping them along with it. You really, you know, your presence on the show and when you're on set and you're in, in the scene, I think your experience helps them a lot. And, uh, I love your character. I just love the sarcasm. I love how straight you play it and it's fantastic. And I think you're really bringing a different component because they're, they all have their own little world, obviously, and their personalities and how they're going about their lives on the show. But I think you're the glue that keeps it together, in my opinion.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, she. I, um, I wasn't really sure which way to go with Sydney because Tilda is so rock and Abby is so science and um, Juan is so, like, sweet, innocent boy, you know, so they, they're and, – and Reese, who plays Sarkov, is so – mad scientist so i was like why don't i play the like everybody project how you're feeling onto me character yes. so that the audience feels like they've got you know skin in the game a little bit um and it ended up coming out very dry and and sarcastic which i think just was me playing me in an alternate universe kind of thing because i feel like it's a lot of those like i think a, a few of them were were ad libs and all of the wine comments i think were mine
0: i really felt watching dr sydney burke i felt like i was talking to Italia ritchie for the amount of conversations we've had together over course of our friendship i can uh, uh, say yes that is your personality that is real and that makes it really cool that you're able to bring your personality into it Mm -hmm. uh but on the same token uh i can see that because things you're saying as that character are things i'm saying and i would want to say to these characters So you're right you we're almost projecting ourselves through you so you're our eyes on the show yeah. i never thought of it that way and a
1: lot of that was was dennis Heaton who created it and 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 Sharon it. he he was so receptive to that and then as we figured out that that was the angle we were going to go we sort of tailored more of the the dialogue towards that which i think is a very a very um nurturing way to make your cast feel safe and trusted and
0: it's really nice love it now for background, for the fans, so they understand, because we can always get this information. So first of all, where was it shot? In Vancouver. shot entirely in Vancouver?
1: Well, like outside of Vancouver, but yes.
0: And then to kind of spoil for people to know, so season one comes out, 10 episodes so far, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how long would that take from beginning to end to actually shoot 10 episodes?
1: I think it, it took us say? four months.
0: Four months, okay. Mm-hmm. We one- shot
1: two episodes at a time over the course of two weeks so oh. there'd be two directors or no so one director did two episodes at a time
0: yeah L- stomach well that's okay it's uh, almost time for brunch so I know.
1: some egg mcmuffins on the way out
0: nice now uh when you're watching like when you watch different seasons of a show all of a sudden you can see when somebody's hair changed they all of a sudden seem like they uh, they got older overnight and that's because it's not that it just took a two-month hiatus it's several months in between oh, yeah. seasons
1: oh yeah or years
0: Yes. Sorry. <laughs> on <the show>. no. <laughs> my
1: stomach. Uh, yeah, it could be years. Like, I feel like if we go back, then it, it would probably be about a year between that. And um I think, I think between des- designated wasn't that far apart because it was network. But yeah. And the hair is funny that you talk about that. Because I remember my hair is quite a bit lighter on the show because yes. they didn't want me to look too much like Tilda. I'm like, I'm like 12 years older than her. I'm not going to look like her as much as I want to, um, which was funny. So. Hopefully I don't have to do that again because that ruined my.
0: Now, the buzz on the internet right now, it's so funny. Season one just dropped, literally. Everybody's all over this. And right away when you, when you Google into it, and I wanted to see what the feedback is from fans and see how things are going. There's a very common trend. It's when is season two going to be confirmed? Is season two in the books? Is it being shot right now? That's the buzz of the internet. You know I, have, I, mean? I, don't, right?
1: I have not had any confirmation that we've gotten a season two yet.
0: But it's so funny that it literally just came out. You think they would digest season one enjoy it for a little while. And no, they're already looking ahead because.
1: Well, because you, yeah. it's, you binge it. And then you want to know how long you have to wait. Or how, you know, do you want to get that invested in a show? A lot of people have, I've read, because anybody who says they don't Google themselves is lying. And I look at, I look at the same things. And so I've read, you know, I want to know if this gets a season two before I start watching it. Because I don't want to get invested and then have nothing left. Which I kind of relate to i get it so it's fine i think hopefully we should hear soon but i i'm the last that will know
0: i'm i'm so so thrilled that people get that emotionally invested into a program and Mm -hmm. get into the characters because it's true on social media they start dissecting all the characters and they start dissecting the plot lines and is there hidden clues mm-hmm. and are things that we missed or didn't miss? Like, they're, they're forensic uh, show experts oh, yeah. in trying to CSI they these figure shows. figure out things
1: that I didn't even understand. It's crazy. And what's nice is that our show, I think, relates to a lot of people because uh, there's so much representation across genders, um, orientations, uh, every, like, every, we try, I don't, I don't even know if it was on purpose, but there's, like... Some, I've noticed in all the Twitter comments, it's like somebody's like, yes, I'm getting, you know, my people or my things I'm into or I mean, there's even there's, you know, the chupacabra's girlfriend who's kind of into the chupacabra. There's people that relate to that. And you're like, great, everybody. We're all we're all we're all here. We're all together. And I like to address everybody who likes imperfects as freaks because the imperfects call themselves freaks and I'm a freak and I welcome freaks.
0: I always say that to be normal, you're not normal. That's the way it is. If, normal if boring. I don't know what normal is. Well, yeah, what we all, is
1: normal even anymore?
0: But just to be quirky and to be unique and to be yourself, that's normal.
1: Well, your baseline, what you think is just like basic existence, I think would be normal, but that sounds boring, I think. I don't know. This is getting existential.
0: Now, I can tell you though, people have asked me that haven't watched a show, how would I describe the show? Fair or not fair, I kind of thought, because I do binge watch certain shows, and I said, this is kind of the boys meets Walking Dead, so, course, kind of, sort of. But uh, it's more... It, it, every show is unique in its own way, obviously, and not one is exactly like the other. But when you have shows that are established already for somebody to have a kind of idea of where it's going, definitely not Walking Dead as far as the plot line goes. No. But more as far as, I would say, uh, the the realness of it being in in with the characters, so to speak.
1: I kind of feel more of like a... Buffy meets Orphan Black kind of vibe, but like Like it's just because it's shot so cool, and the soundtrack's amazing. You get anywhere from like Billie Eilish to Taylor Swift to like Metallica covers. It's amazing, and um, uh, so I feel like there's been. What else have I read that people have said it's like Lost Girl? Um, a lot of a lot of the boys, though, I get. Which is, I think, just because it's kind of dry and funny and, like, just lets it go past and doesn't, like, harp on it for too long, I think. I don't know.
0: And the whole idea of supernatural powers and things of that kind of Yeah, nature, well, that's so. like any yeah.
1: other, right. you know, show, there's- which is funny because I had only... Well, it's actually, what's funny is I played the Silver Banshee on Supergirl, and then there's a Banshee in the show. And I, I don't know why I never made the connection to put some sort of line about it in there somewhere.
0: Maybe season two. Season two. Now. Um- do you spend this much time with the other actor actresses on the show? Mm-hmm. Do you become friends with them? Do you still keep in touch? Like when it's done filming, do you guys text yeah. one another? Like how yeah, we does have that work?
1: Chat group. Um, I kind of hung out the most with Reese, who plays Doctor Sarkov, because our schedules were more similar. Because it, you know, the three I call them kids. The three main characters were in so much, so it wasn't. Um, and I, again, I had my baby, so I was like, you know, anybody want to come hang out with me and my one-year-old? Like, I'm not really all that, you know, I don't have the invites piling up on my coffee table. Um, but we did, we would. We would hang out in parks and, and just hang and stuff during filming. But again, the shooting was really intense because there was so much to shoot in so little time. For example, Designated Survivor Season 3 um, would probably took six months, and that was 13 episodes an hour each, where this, we shot... Four months, ten episodes—like it was really and like sh- like hard out date. It was just, it was a really um tough schedule, which is why again I commend the the newer actors to it because they handled it with like incredible grace and um and efficacy, and and their performances were just outstanding. But anyway, what was the question?
0: You being Doctor Sidney Burke, mm-hmm. what was your science background going into this? Oh, pfft, nothing.
1: <gasps> I didn't know half the things I was saying, just like memorizing a long number.
0: Because it came out so well. I really believe that you are a doctor and you really understand this stuff. I mean, I would yes. Google the
1: proper pronunciation, but like yes. I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I know what a mitochondria is, but it, like, my eighth grade science is as far as I probably went, I think.
0: I can tell you, because I, when I watch a show and I think to myself, if I had to play a doctor and I struggled in chemistry, grade 10, I'd be, oh you boy. You don't have to
1: understand it. You just have to act like you do.
0: Fantastic.
1: Kind of like the podcast.
0: Yeah, sure. Now, looking back as far as uh, the different roles you've had, uh, which ones would you say best prepped you for this one? Would you say it was Supergirl, was it Chasing Life, or was it a bit of everything?
1: I mean, a bit of everything, just as far as, like, knowing how to work on a set, knowing how to, like, get the most efficient s- rehearsal done or whatever, whatever, like the nuts and bolts of it, uh, just from being on sets for as long as I have been. Um, but I think for the dialogue designated because i had to spew political jargon while walking 100 miles a minute and you know it it became like learning music almost instead of having to understand exactly what i was talking about which i'm sure i'm gonna somebody's gonna be like well this is all of the wrong things you should do as an actor but it's what i do and um so learning the medical and the scientific stuff was also very similar where it was just i'd say it and it's almost like hitting a beat and you can kind of hear the music of the way the words are supposed to go. And that's how my brain, um, absorb them anyway.
0: Well, I know the fans would kill me if I wouldn't be asking it, but to understand Italia's life, did you always know that you'd be an actress? Was this, were you born into this? Did you come from birth and say, this is what I'm going to be? This is what I'm going to work towards. At what point in your life, in your chosen life, did you say to yourself, I want to try acting?
1: Um, it kind of, I mean, I always wanted to do it. I, I, I was young and my parents kind of knew that I liked the stage because I was enrolled in dance classes like jazz and ballet. And I would never want to go to rehearsal and I would just want to go. I was like, well, when are we going to be on stage? And they were like, okay, so theater. So they enrolled me in the local theater and I would do plays ever since I was, you know, that like the old town hall in Newmarket. Like it was just, I, and we would do like the Easter forest mystery and Scrooge finds Christmas and all these like little things. And I loved it. Um, and so. I always knew that I loved it. They put me in modeling when I was young to try and get me if I you know, could do that. But again, traveling from Newmarket, they both had full-time jobs. It was tough. So it's a lot of like summer holiday stuff until I was old enough to figure out like the bus and the subway to come down for a five-minute like audition or look or go see or whatever they're called. Um, anyway, so I, I started to realize that I'm a very type A person. I like prep. I like. Um, I like knowing that if I work hard at A – and accomplish b i will achieve c so i was like acting is not like that and i don't want to spend my whole life trying and then be like i you know i didn't want to regret doing it but i also didn't want to regret not doing it so i was like i'll do entertainment law because i can get a high gpa in majoring in drama at queens right my sats because i'm a good studier and test taker and then i will go to law school become an entertainment lawyer and, uh, I'll be in the industry and because I love it so much and I still do, like, I still go on the Universal Studios tour and I'm like wide eyed the whole time. I still, I'm still so in awe of, of Hollywood. I just, I, it sparkles for me. Um, anyway, so I did, I did that. I went to Queens, got my degree in drama, wrote my LSATS, was all ready to start at U of T, uh, for law school. And then I got asked by a friend to be an extra in, um, a movie called American pie, the naked mile. And they were like, they're just, they're filming by our place. Like we just need more people for a party. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I want to see a movie set. That's wicked. So I went and, uh, on lunch, the writer came up to me and was like, I like your look. Would you want to audition for like an upgraded role? And I was like, yeah. And I just had to like knee some guy in the nuts and, um, and I got it. And then, so I got to, like, sit with the cast and, like, get to know everybody. And they, we all ended up getting along. And the writer and I ended up um, getting along. You know, I was very thankful. And so he wrote me into the next one. And that's where I met my husband. I, our first kiss is on camera in that movie. And You over-
0: met him on American Pie Beta House mm-hmm. set? Sure did. Okay.
1: The movie that changed uh, all of our lives but none of our careers. And it's a joke that we have. Because we're all still very good friends with a lot of people in that from that movie yes um and so i obviously met my husband so i went to la to visit him and this was like in the summer and then i met his agent and his manager and they were like please come try this and i was like okay i can defer my acceptance for two years my lsat score is good for four if i can't make a living by then at least i won't be you know 75 years old and be like i wonder what would have happened if i had tried la um, so I gave myself a shot and I got very lucky and I, I booked a show called Unnatural History within my first like six months and and that kind of started the ball rolling for me. So I was incredibly lucky to be given the opportunity to be where I am
0: now. I will tell you, Talia, I did not know about the law school thing. Mm-hmm. See, we have a connection. There's a we reason do. why we talk. We do. If you ever do change your course in point and want to pursue that entertainment lawyer thing. I might. Chosen lawyers will happily have an articling position ready for you. Oh, thank you. Even corner office. Oh, I'll take it. Whatever you like. I actually an- an- think an emotic- that if
1: I pivot, I want to be like a, a sort of wacky high school drama teacher. Like that's my, I was looking into it actually. I was like, I wonder.
0: I think you're better off playing one on TV I or in like a movie.
1: At least for the next five
0: years, we'll see. Getting back to American Pie Beta House. <sighs> I got we, it's very, this is very important because I'm no, now one degree away from one of my heroes, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> they, the greatest yeah. golf movie villain of all time. Yes. And he was very much, he wasn't Shooter McGavin as the role, no. but he might as well have been. I mean. Yes. yes. What's Shooter like?
1: I didn't have any scenes with him, but I think I was at a party with him perhaps. And like he was nice good guy having a good time i mean I, I i didn't have enough of an interaction to have a fully formed opinion of him but from what i observed he was fine
0: i noticed on cameo he's shooter mcgavin as well i think his name is chris something but we just call him shooter it's much easier but it's amazing when you have a role that's so ingrained within you like he will not be able to walk the earth for the rest of his life without people coming up to him every day and calling him shooter yep but you know what? that's not a bad thing and mr levinson was there as well right Did that
1: Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy,
0: correct. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. and uh, He's know, great. He's the patriarch of the show, obviously, and uh, everybody loves him. And
1: he played my husband's dad in Cheaper by the Dozen too. So there's spider webs of
0: connections. Such, such, a, such a small world. Which
1: filmed at a golf course that I was working concierge at well, <laughs> while they were filming. So I met my husband when I was 16 and didn't know it. Or wait, he was 16 and I was 17.
0: I'm a cougar. Such a small, small world. It's and, crazy. And, and he's a guy, we, we kind of heard of him. Robbie something, Robbie Amell, I think it is? I think, I think so. He's been in a couple of things, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. One or two.
0: But you met on American Pie set. I love that. We,
1: did. we had to keep Our first kiss is on film.
0: And when we discussed the episode, I was saying it'd be fun to actually see the dynamic of you as a couple, but no. of course, somebody's <laughs> always filming.
1: Yeah, there's, that's why it's hard because now we have to juggle so that our son has roots somewhere and isn't. You know, being dragged around and, you know, he has his little best friend you now. It's really sweet. But also, like, that's for us. Yeah. I don't want everybody to see our dynamic. I mean, they see it on social a little bit, but like what we choose to share, I, you know, if we were just having a conversation, it would feel strange to be it in front of the camera for it.
0: We could have done sense. like the whole Dr. Phil thing no, and we could have no, had like no. therapy on Absolutely the couch.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> we don't even really act with each other yet. We haven't found the right project because we've had, you know, People come to us with opportunities and I'm just like, he makes me nervous because he knows I'm acting. He can see all the decisions I'm making. And even with audition tapes, like I'll have him stand with his back toward me sometimes because I'm just like, I just, you make my palms sweat, go away.
0: But you have a very cool dynamic. And I think that's why your relationship works. And also you're in the same field, but you have very different personalities. I, my interaction, you're the outgoing one. He's the more quiet one, the reserved one. Oh my
1: gosh. That's so interesting.
0: That's how I found it at least, but I don't know if other people find it differently.
1: Um, no, he's the extrovert and I'm the introvert. I'm just louder, if that makes sense. Um, I'm, he's, I don't know, it's, it changes definitely depending on the day, but um, he's like the nicest guy on the planet and like happy all the time. So I'm like, okay, I'll carry the torch and be the piece of crap all the time who's angry and cynical so we definitely have both but we're and and professionally he he loves comedy he wants to do comedy all the time and his show upload is phenomenal and it's hilarious and he's hilarious which is funny because i don't i don't find him funny but he's funny does that make sense anyway um and so for me i'm like don't put me in a comedy like i don't do funny not sober anyway and like i'd rather you write me a the three-minute crying scene because I could do that easy, but don't try and make me be funny. I'm sweating just thinking about it. Can't do it.
0: No, coming so we're down, we're quite
1: different, but we're also very similar. But I don't know. Whatever it is, it's been working for 15 years.
0: When did you know that he was the one? When did you, in your interactions, was it from that? I'm
1: still not sure. <laughs> He's doing okay for my first husband. Um, I don't know. This is all too mushy because she can't do it. I'm sweating.
0: Well, there's no choice because also we are going to have to just discuss the fact is to inspire others and talk about the chosen life. You inspire me because I know when we talk on the phone, I know the kind of schedule you're carrying and a mom to a three-year-old in an easy job. Well, he's
1: in school. So I can't I can't pretend like I'm like hustling hard all day. So he's in school. Now I have time to exercise and, you know, get the laundry done so I don't have to do it at eight o'clock when I'd rather be sitting in front of the TV. Um, but the, this was my pleasure.
0: But it's like the dynamic going from, you know, uh, an act- actress when you are not married to then as a couple, now with a child, life has evolved. Mm-hmm. And I'm impressed how much you're evolving with it. Like we talk about parenting tips. I'm a parent as well. And it's amazing how parents get it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right away we can spew what's going on with our children or, you know, they have this latest thing and What's going on? What did you do? You know, here's what what I've been researching. And we all naturally gravitate to that. It's, it's apparent. I
1: don't think so. I think there are some people that I notice that just go straight based on instinct. where I'm like, give me all the information. I want to know all of my, I want to have all the tools at my disposal. Once I encounter this developmental stage or this regression or whatever, I want to know all the things I can possibly know so that I can try them. If one's not working, like I'll have my preferred method of Whatever it is, discipline, or or trying to calm him down from a tantrum, or whatever it is, but then I want to know what the other ones are, just in case mine doesn't feel right when I have to use it. If that makes sense, so I'm an overpreparer, and my husband is like, "You got this," and then I'm like, "What? No!" <laughs> um, but yeah, the evolution from from being single to being in the in- I've never been single in the industry really, other than when I was like doing music videos in Toronto on summer holidays and stuff. Um, because I when I moved to LA I was already with Robbie so right. that we've always kind of and what's nice is our careers have kind of I mean up until getting knocked up been sort of parallelish so it was we were lucky in that sense that we were kind of going through the same stages together um which was great and very good to have the support and to understand what each other is going through instead of somebody sort of waiting on the sidelines and now it's now it's we have to kind of take turns so that our son isn't without a parent or both parents so you know unless Marvel comes knocking we're gonna we're gonna keep kind of being picky that way and and luckily he's been on a streak so I've got to stay home and be be mom um which has been so lovely because then once they hit the like the cruising altitude at three so far I'm gonna jinx it now and watch he's gonna do something crazy you're just like now you're company we can talk like it's great um but you don't have a choice you have to evolve
0: I'm going to tell you it's more five years old. Once, Is it? Once it's five, they go a little bit more into cruise control. Oh, okay. okay. Um, when he grows up in the future and he comes to you and says, mom and dad, I want to be an actor, what's going to be your answer, do you think?
1: Absolutely not.
0: No. I knew you are going to say that. No, I
1: think we're going to say, um, I just don't think that a lot of kids understand actually what goes into it and how much of a hold it has on your entire existence once you're committed to it. Like, you can't call in sick. You can't. Leave early if you aren't giving a hundred percent, it will show on camera, and like I don't know i I wasn't a child actor. I don't know many, so it's hard for me to to have a proper opinion on it, but I think i we would let him get into maybe commercials first, so you're only it's like three days, and it's not like, oh my God, I booked my first audition and now I'm on a Disney show for the next seven years of my life, and you're just like, did you think that through when you were nine you know it's it's tough, so um, if he really, really, really does seem interested, then that's something we will address. But I have a feeling if Big Robbie has anything to do with it, he'll be heavily leaning into golf.
0: Yes, I've kind of noticed on Instagram that he's been posting a little bit about golf these days. Just, just, a, bit. just a bit. But I think it's, it's important for his other shows probably that he's… Uh, yeah, golf, it's, right? it's homework. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's, it's, for sure. Maybe Research. Maybe he's going to do a golf movie. You never know. Oh, my God, maybe he's no, because in touch a shooter. he not stop golfing. He's keeping in touch with a shooter.
1: <laughs> no, he, he loves it, and he's very good at it. And I like it. I'm okay at it. I go more for the hot dogs, but I have a good time.
0: Now, maybe a silly question, but it does go into my mind. Being a acting couple, is there any parameters as far as uh, each of your respective careers and, and choosing roles? Is it more of a case, hey, I got this role, I accepted it, this is what I'm going? Or oh, do you no. guys run it by each other? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even even It's different now because being parents, you're like, there are certain things I no longer have interest in existing on camera. Um, that maybe previously I was, we weren't so concerned about doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are definitely bigger conversations. Um, and even before him, though, it was always, so this came in let's talk about it or like what it's cool or like there'd be no brainers and stuff like that. But we were always, you know, running auditions with each other. And so we always kind of knew what each other was going up for. Although I do remember him being like, we're like mutually agreeing. Neither of us are auditioning for 50 Shades of Grey, right? And I was like, yeah, absolutely not. No chance. (laughs) And then I think two weeks later, he was like, so I kind of have to put 50 Shades of Grey on tape. And I was like, what? This is so unfair. Thank God he didn't. But yeah, I mean, other than silly stuff like that, we've never really had a big a big to do yet.
0: I was going to ask if there was actually any deal breakers if there's any kind of roles or any kind of things on camera that are no goes for the other person.
1: Yes, but you can't really you can't get married to them because opportunities come up where you kind of have to be a little bit more flexible than you're comfortable with because because you don't want to. You don't want to take an opportunity away and then, you know, you figure it out. You just kind of figure it out together and all the time because, you know, family comes first and I'm, I never want to make anything that I'm not, that I'm like nervous for my son to see or anything that, you know, would make Robbie uncomfortable or like certain things that I just genuinely don't, like situations I don't want to put myself and I don't want to play a character that's like terribly um actually i can't even say that though because you you make statements and then the script will come in and it'll be great team behind it great writing great role and you're like well i'll just put my shoe directly in my mouth now so it's really hard to make sort of rules because it's all so fluid
0: so the sequel to boogie nights might be a thing
1: i mean uh, that depends you can get prosthetics
0: (laughs) you never know sure so, for your fans out there, Italia, watching, you know, they really appreciate all the information you get. They get to see the insights into your life, your career, and you being the open book you are, appreciate that you do take this time, and thank you for coming on the show today to share that information. Uh, what is what is the game plan going forward? You're saying that we don't know yet as far as the sequel yep. to the Imperfects to Season 2. Uh, what else is on the go, and what's in Talia's life, currently?
1: Uh, yeah, Season 2, I'm enjoying my three-year-old. Um, and I'm excited for my husband to get home tonight for the weekend. And what else is going on in my life? I've got uh, like a romantic drama in the works. Um, I don't know how much information i am allowed to say about that, so that's all I'm going to say. I mean, I'm just I'm chilling right now. I have clothing companies chilling. I have a catering company in Toronto called Cured. Um, ordercured.com, and it's charcuterie and wine and deliciousness and all of the things that I that I am made up of. Um and that's it.
0: You're putting goodness into the world. We'll share the links for the audience. And hit that subscribe. Put down your comments for Italia. Some of the funky ones. You may get answers back. So we'll oh, yeah. make sure we share them I'll with her. will
1: answer all the freaks.
0: Amazing. We've got a few of those. Trust me. They're right. fun. And we'll put links for the clothing line, oh, for the catering, you. and Great. spread goodness. And thank you for being so fabulous and for spreading goodness into this world and entertaining us so much. And uh, for all those that haven't seen it yet, Imperfects, Netflix, start binge watching. It's awesome. Thank you. Ty Richie, thank you very much for joining us today. And as we sign off, we do our flex. Oh. Yes. And we say keep living the chosen life.
1: Living that chosen life,
0: yeah. Cheers. <laughs>